Welcome to the Billingshurst Family Church Podcast. For more information or to support our work in Billingshurst and the surrounding areas, please visit billingshurstfamily.church. Good morning. I hope you've all been enjoying the youth service um, this morning. Um, And I'm sure over the past um, few months, you've all seen the increased need for sacrifice. So we've all been asked by the government to, uh, as a result of the coronavirus, um, to stay home and to uh, not to do things that we normally do, to miss friends and family milestones, um, for example. And we've all seen that there's a kind of a bit of a, a wrench when we can see someone who is not making the same sacrifice that we are. And so we can look at the world and our lives as a series of sacrifices. Um, Every single yes that we make uh, is a result of lots of no's. Each choice that we make is a sacrifice. We can only do one thing at a time. So, for example, uh, if I choose to have a Chinese for my tea tonight, I can't then have a Mexican. If I spend this £10 that I've got on one thing, I then can't spend that same £10 on something else. I can hear you saying this isn't the most grand piece of wisdom you've ever heard, but it's true nonetheless. We are constantly being asked in our lives to make sacrifices day after day. Um, And it's really important and um, and it affects who we are and how we follow Jesus as to what we make our sacrifices to and how we make our sacrifices. Um, And Jesus shows in his life how we should orient our sacrifices and our lives and then ultimately what we should sacrifice our lives to. Because I'm sure we can all think of our lives. There are things that there are worth doing and there are things that are not worth doing. Um, And so when I say sacrifice, I think uh, what, uh, what I mean is, is to not do something or to lose something or that it costs you something and not just necessarily financially. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going to look at a story from John uh, 13, 1 to, 1 to 17, which is the story of Jesus washing his disciples' feet. And so this story takes place uh, the night that Jesus gets, gets arrested, um, right before he goes Um, to be arrested. So from John 13, 1 to 17. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, what I am doing, you do, you do not understand now, but afterwards you will understand. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, the one who has bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely keen. 
And you are clean, but not every one of you, for he knew who was going to betray him. That was why he said, not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to him, do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I, if, if I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do, just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is, no, is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than those, sorry, greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. So I don't know about you, but, but, but when I read that story, there's a lot going on there. Um, and so we're going to look at uh, one or two of the, um, of, of the things of that story. But I don't know about you, but when I read that story, I get a real sense of how intimate um, and personal this, this moment was between Jesus and his disciples. And I think the timing of the event is, is significant for us, and we're going to look at that um, in a bit. But there's some cultural stuff which may not be um, immediately obvious that goes along with this story. So in, in kind of first century Jewish culture, um, a Jewish man would not necessarily wash anyone else's feet. It was definitely something that was on the lower social rung um, that slaves and, um, and non-Jews did. Um, and in fact, in, in the Jewish law, um, it forbade if, if you had a Jew as a slave from making him wash your feet. So what Jesus does here is he does something to his disciples that the law tells him he would not even be allowed to make his slave do for him. Um, and aside from that, a Jewish person's uh, feet in this time would not have been a particularly pleasant place. They walked in sandals, um, in dusty um, and dirty streets. The streets was where people dumped their rubbish. Um, and so for Jesus to, to wash his disciples' feet is him absolutely lowering himself down to, to, to the bottom rung. He is their master and he is fully God as well as being fully man. Um, and that's why it elicits such a strong reaction from Peter. It was scandalous to him that his master, this, this man who he believed was God, to lower himself down to the bottom of the social ladder to wash his feet. And it's really hard for us because we don't live in the same kind of culture to think of like a similar example. But it would be like the Queen or the Prime Minister um, going to prison, not just for a photo opportunity, but, but being sent there. We would find that scandalous. That would be in the news 24-7 um, if that happened. And I'm sure we'd all have a lot to say about it. And it's that similar kind of shock and jarring, hold on, that the, the disciples were feeling in this moment. So why did Jesus do it? Well, the reason Jesus did it is because he wanted to teach them how to serve and how to be humble. That to serve someone involves you lowering yourself um, in order to show love to that person. Jesus shows that he is willing to sacrifice his kind of exalted high position as God 
in order to come down and serve his disciples and then us. Um, and that's love. Um, and he tells the disciples to do the same because to show love involves us serving others and lowering ourselves and sacrificing things in order to show love. And it's important to note that love is not just an emotion or a state of mind. Love is an action or a posture of ourselves and our lives. Um, it's not just something um, that we feel, it's something that we are and something that we do. And Jesus has previously, um, earlier on, told his disciples that they must die to themselves and sell all they own in order to follow him and be part of his kingdom. Jesus comes for every part of us and to enable us to be in, in his kingdom. But it's not based on us, it's not based on power, but on love. And God's love is described elsewhere in the Bible as lots of grand and powerful things, things like mighty, like, 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 like a mighty a river. And, and it flows out of God. And, and it flowed out of Jesus when he was on earth as well. But God's love doesn't crush us or overwhelm us. God's love takes off his outer robes, puts a towel around his waist and comes and washes our feet. It lowers itself in order to show love. Jesus came to, to serve us, um, to, low, to bring himself down to the lowest rung in order to serve us. And then the next day, it is done on a mighty scale as Jesus sacrifices his life in order to save us. He endures the lies, the mockery, the beating. I mean, if you go and read Matthew 27 and, and you track through what Jesus went through, it is a horrible experience. And then at the end of it, that, that love, God's love, Jesus who, who came to save man and to love man is nailed on that cross and dies for our sins. And in this story that we're looking at, Jesus washes his disciples' feet, but by his sacrifice, Jesus washes us clean of our sin. In Revelation, um, it calls Christians those who have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb, and the Lamb is Jesus. So we become washed by the sacrifice that Jesus came, and it makes us clean, and it, may, and it means that we can spend an eternity with Jesus. And Jesus doesn't rate the, the feet that he washes, he doesn't go, I'm gonna wash that, I'm gonna wash that disciple's feet, but not that disciple's feet. He washes them all. And and we and we know that the disciples are a are a diverse bunch and, and we can read through the gospels and see the kind of the mistakes that, that, that they make. And in fact in this story we 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 see that, that Jesus knows that Judas has already betrayed him, but he still washes his feet. Following Jesus has nothing to do with us. It's, it's what Jesus has done for us. And instead, what we have to do is be like Jesus, serve others and show love to them. And in order to serve Jesus, we need to be good sacrifices and, and make sure that we're sacrificing to the right things. And Jesus shows us the way. Your life is perfectly set up to see the results or the output that you're seeing, or what you are doing today is making who you'll be tomorrow. 
So in order to, to become more like Jesus, uh, we need to change something and, and look at in our lives what we need to change in order to better serve and love others. And I'm not going to talk about a specific way, but I'd encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to, to show you the ways that, that you could show more love and the areas that you need to change the way that you sacrifice. You may be watching this and thinking, I'm not a follower of Jesus. Well, I'd invite you to consider the Jesus that I've presented to you today. Jesus who came to earth to show pure love um, and, and that he loves you and he loves me and he loves all of us. Um, and he, he loves us so much that he didn't consider his own life too high a sacrifice to pay. And he went on that cross to die for us, um, to serve us um, and to save us and to clean us of our sins. And I'd invite you to make that step to become a follower of Jesus today. I'm going to close in prayer for all of us. Lord, I thank you that you are um, God and that you came to earth uh, in Jesus, both fully man and fully God, in order to love and serve us, Lord, and to show us how to love and how to serve, Lord. And I pray that as we could go out from from this, this service this morning, Lord, that, that you would help us to serve others and to love others. Amen.